This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Clap, 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 clap your hands and stomp your feet. You're listening. You're listening to the Clap Your Hands Podcast. Hosted by Elliot Shore Parks and Kyle Newbeck. Here they come. ESPN Studio with John Marks and Tom Kelly. ESP, congratulations on your first anniversary a few days ago there. Thank right? you, thank you. Appreciate it. Yeah. So it uh it's funny, like the joke with me is that I'm afraid of rain. It's not really a joke. I'm terrified of rain. You are. But it rained the day I proposed. It rained the morning of the wedding. And then so our anniversary was this past Sunday. And my wife, being the better half and the better planner, booked a uh, like nighttime cruise to like go around Philly or whatever. Oh. And it rained. Oh, that's so cute. I know. It not only rained, it like stormed. It stormed bad. Like really yeah. bad. It, yeah. Oh, you don't have to tell me, man. I was well you were aware. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I was very confused when I saw your tweet about rain not being scary. Then you had, what, hashtag rain? Yeah, hashtag rain. There yeah. You go. Well, then every, everyone, everyone says don't be afraid of rain until there's mass flooding. And then it's like, oh, this is crazy. Yeah. Is that your fear that you're going to like get flooded in or something? Well, I used to be afraid my basement would flood. Because I used to get water in my basement. And you're still afraid of this at age 30-whatever? Well, this was like two years ago. Okay, yeah, I de- gotcha. yeah, 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 I developed, oh, you developed this within it, the last okay. few years. Yeah. So I, f- I feel like uh, a new Elliot theme song uh, with Battle needs to happen. No rain, rain no rain by Blind Melon, and we do a parody song of No Rain. Yeah, Rain On Me. There you go. Or that, yes. Or yeah. It's Raining Men. A different version. <laughs> or that, yeah. yeah. Or version, that, yeah. anything to do with the rain. Yeah. Um, all right, well, thank you, Elliot. But thank uh, you for bringing it up. Yes. I probably should have done that. Yes, congratulations. congratulations. Thank congratulations. you. Um, so let's play this here since you're also uh, the one half of the dynamic podcast, Clap Your Hands with Kyle Newbeck of the Philly Voice. Absolutely. Uh, but uh, here is Dave McMenamin on ESPN. So now the story, and I think for the most part, everybody realizes that James Harden's most likely coming back and there's just not a big trade market for him out there. And Maury's not going to move him just to move him. It's on Dan Patrick's show earlier today. Yeah, it's a long-winded version of saying James Harden's coming back. And James Harden's coming back because I do believe the Sixers still value the type, the the player that he is, especially if you're not getting a lot back in a trade return. So they're going to hold on to him, and they're going to go out. And they, I mean, Elliot, we know that that they were close to going to the at least the, at least the Eastern Conference Finals. Yeah, they're close to winning it last year. Wow. Winning it all. Yeah. So I, I think this is good news. This is absolutely good news. You are not the Sixers are not going to get anything of as good as James Harden back in a trade. We could say you know Terrence Mann and uh, whatever the Clippers want to offer. They're not as good as James Harden. James Harden led the league in assists last year. He's one of the top whatever players in the NBA. Twenty five, thirty, you know, wherever you want to put him. One hundred and thirty. <laughs> yeah, I think he's way way higher than that. Uh, and I think this is good. And I would actually give props to Joel Embiid on this. We talk a lot about Joel Embiid as a leader, as, you know, a personality in terms of he's a loser, whatever, blah, blah, blah. 
I think he's done a great job convincing James to come back because he knows that James, they need James to win. So this is the first time, and we've talked about it a lot, this has been the first time there's been speculation or report, I guess, from from like an NBA insider yeah. that he's going to come back, and I, I think this is great news. Yeah, uh, it doesn't make me feel any better at all. It should. I don't expect anything else to happen with the Sixers except maybe a minor move. This is going to be a team that they're going to have, and they'll run it back, and they'll most likely lose in the second round again. I look Sorry. at it more along John's lines. Like, I, I look at it completely differently than the way Elliot looks at it. Like, I look at Embiid trying to convince Harden to come back as kind of loser energy. And what Joel Embiid is doing right now is trying to convince Damian Lillard to come to Philadelphia. Like, yeah, but Dame's not to coming win, to Philly. Uh, probably not. Right. But he could try. Maybe he has. I mean, we don't really know. Yes. But I look at it. And Elliot, I've heard your arguments. And, and I disagree with, with the general premise here. That, like, the Sixers as a successful organization – their regular season success. I just don't think the regular season in the NBA matters anymore. I mean, you look at the way teams treat it. The Heat were in the play and they go to the finals. The Lakers were in the conference finals uh, as a seven seed. Like, I think we're seeing a shift where teams just don't really care about the regular season anymore. So I would agree with you that to like eight teams, the regular season is not as important. But to the other teams that barely ever make the playoffs or that are always a seven seed and that always get knocked out in the first round or would kill to even host a playoff game, the regular season matters a lot to them. It just doesn't matter to the Sixers because they're one of the best teams in the league. So you are right. Then look, even look at last year. If the Sixers would have won fewer games in the regular season, they probably have a ring on their finger right now because they're the four seed instead of the three. They get to play the Cavs in the first round, then they get the Heat in the second round. Or no, the Knicks in the second round, who they would have beaten. Or the Heat. I can't do the math right now. But they would have beaten the Heat. So they probably have a ring on their finger. So in that way, the regular season, maybe the Sixers should care about it less but I think we only don't value the regular season around here is because we're so used to the win, the Sixers winning so much. Right. Well, sure, I, I so that's what it is now. Well, that is what it is. Yeah, the the Sixers is. winning 50-plus games is considered no big deal around here. Would you agree? Yeah, we've seen them do it many times. Sure. Right. So we, we are taking – we are overlooking their right, success. Right, but, but there, there's, no, there's, no, there's no fan out there of any NBA team that's like, woo-hoo, my team won 50 regular season oh, games I again this. this year. Yeah, sure, when, when – when you've won 25 games and now you made it 50 for the first time or you've done it 50 for two straight years and you're in the playoffs and you're happy about it, you're six. Nobody cares about 50 win regular season. Look at the Eagles. The Eagles in the early 2000s made the conference finals four years in a row and then made it a fifth time under Andy. Right. And by that third or fourth time, you're right. We were sitting here and going, who cares? Right. How many times they made it since then? Twice in like 18 years or something? Like we can't just look past. Twice in the last six years, actually. Twice in the last six years, but I'm saying since Right, those early two thousands. Like it, we can't just we can't just look at the uh, at a ton of success and just gloss over it. Like the Sixers have been one of the best teams in the NBA, so that's why when Tom Kelly. But says, even then, it was the conference finals. The, the Sixers haven't done that yet. Point I'm making is the reason Tom Kelly and fans don't care about the regular season for the Sixers is because we over we just take for granted their. What's success. the best but, playoff series win that they've had? I know, as, as I know, an they don't have a good playoff series. Okay, so, I agree so, with you. So on that. Elliot, I agree I, with you on that. So that's my point: is that we can look at regular season wins, and the Sixers have been good on the regular season. But ultimately, why should I care about regular season wins when you can't even give me an answer to the best playoff series that they've won? But I don't get what you want as an alternate. Do you want them to lose in the first no, round? Do you no. want them to not make the playoffs? But it doesn't have to be the 76ers or, or this great franchise because they're winning regular season games. You can like you can have it both ways. The Sixers have had success. They can't get past the second round of, of the playoffs. So ultimately, why does that make them a, a, a successful franchise? It doesn't. They've because got, they've, they've accomplished a lot more than a lot of teams in the NBA. But I think That's what, what makes want, them successful. What we want now is for them to try something different. Like, we've seen the Embiid-Harden thing two years in a row now. And, like, I 
think there's an intangible factor that you're not taking into account. Like, when you say they beat the Heat, I don't think they would have beaten the Heat. Like, I think there's yeah. something with that Heat team, like an energy with them, they a belief had, with them, nine, that they would have beaten the Sixers. Elliot, were, Elliot I, and, I, and I ignored him saying that because I don't want to argue with him about it. They were nine wins short of winning an NBA title. Yeah, they and I think they would have gotten they, the last eight well, that, relatively easily. But that's that's nice of you to think that. But the, I'm, I'm the reality my opinion. is <laughs> they needed nine more wins. So that's not being close to winning an NBA title. One win, that's close to, to making the Eastern so you Conference think the final. Heat would have beat them? Yes, of course Why? I think the Heat would have beat the them. The Sixers were the better team all year. They beat them in the regular season. Why do you think that they would have what the Heat would have Because the Heat are a tougher team than the 76ers are. I, I, think I would the say they're a tougher team. I think they just made their threes for a few weeks in a row. But I'd say the Heat don't really care about the regular season. Like the Heat just they should get they in. almost got eliminated in the Hawks as a nine seed. They, so they probably should have cared a little bit they, more. They, they did, didn't. but they got in and they knew when they got there they were tough enough to beat a lot of teams. And and Elliot in terms of in terms of Harden and I know you really want one Harden back. Do do you do you think there's an intangible reason though at some point why like every time he gets to a certain point in the playoffs he doesn't come through? Like that's well, I think a part of the reason with Steph Curry and the Warriors. Like that was part of the reason in Houston. But part but, of it, but, but Durant your, got hurt that one. To, to your point about uh wanting something different. I understand from an emotional perspective why it's frustrating to watch James Harden and Joel Embiid specifically play poorly. Because unlike other players that play poorly, it is the most frustrating thing in the world to watch James Harden and Joel Embiid play poorly. But when you say you want to try something different, the Sixers have only tried this twice. You look around the league, the teams that win are the teams that try it with the same core four or five times. The Nuggets have been together seven years before they won this title. The Bucks were together, I believe, three or four years before they won their title, that main core of Giannis, the head coach, and those guys. So Joel, as a center point, yes, has been here for a while, but this actual core has not really had a ton of time. All right, so our Twitter questions today brought to you by Mark's Jewelers. If you're getting engaged, go to the only jeweler, only local jeweler, with 2,000 five-star Google reviews. That's Mark's Jewelers in Montgomeryville online, marksyphonjewelers.com. Put a new one up, Dan Wilson. What's the best song? What's your go-to song that has rain involved in it? We got a bunch of people texting me when we were just talking about it. Blame it on the rain. Do you remember that one? Rainy Days by Ja Rule. Blame it on the rain. You're you a good singer, but I don't remember that song. That's a 90s terrible song. Yeah. Purple Rain? Purple, Purple Rain's Rain. probably the most popular one. Is yours It's Raining Man, John? No, I mean, I just mentioned it a couple. Yeah, yeah, It's Raining Man, Hallelujah. It's a good one. There you go. All right. Um. Yeah, I'm trying to think of I mean, again, I don't seek out songs with rain in the title. Well, that's, so. for, the, that's for the people out there to decide because we need a new song for you. For yeah, your I mean, intro it is for almost football, football season. season yeah. yeah, we didn't get one last year. We've been using the same one for almost two years straight. People love them, though. Like, when I'm out and about. People do come up. You That's know, why we need ESP. a new one. What's that old song, Raindrops Falling on My Head or something like that? Raindrops Falling yeah, that's, on My Head. That's a good one. Da, 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 is that from a movie? I'm sure it was in a movie. I'm, yeah, it I didn't know if it like like originated from a movie. though. Wasn't it? There's probably one. Uh, I don't know. That's a no. good question. Let's go, to, uh, let's go to Cowboy Jim. So back to the rivalry stuff, right? Elliot doesn't agree with it, but Elliot does sense with the fans that, that right now the biggest rivalry in the city is the 49ers. And TK can't believe it because TK's like the 49ers doesn't even make his top five top rival list. No, he? they don't. Well, you're, an idiot. Would be, you're right. an idiot for saying that. Well, Sixers Celtics after that great series last year would probably be ahead of it for me. I don't uh-huh. stop it. It was. It was seven games against the Celtics. The Celtics are without a doubt a bigger <laughs> rival than the Niners. Uh, okay, okay. Come so, on, John. So, so right now among among people in the fan base, is the Celtics a bigger bigger rivalry than the 49ers? Yes. No. 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 I think, the, I think they're wrong, but what he is correct about is 
people are overvaluing and way too hype about this 49ers thing. And because of that, I don't <laughs> know if there's a single rivalry you can name that I think people care more about. Right now, there's not. If we pulled the fans and didn't bring any of this up and said, what's one team you want to beat right now more than any other team? I think the Niners if you could just win. don't believe that. If you, could, if you could beat one team this year, who would it be? I think in any sport, I think the winner amongst the fans would be the 49ers. 215-592-9494. It should be the Cowboys or the Celtics. Well, Cowboys. Cow- I bet you Cowboy Jim would, would say the Eagles. It would be his number one win. What's up, Cowboy Jim? Uh, first of all, uh, Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid was uh, raindrops keep falling on your head. Okay, there we go. All right, you got that. And then singing in the rain. Singing in the rain is a good one too. Uh, it's another good one. Singing in the rain. Yep. Okay. All right. Let's get back to the hypocrisy of uh, Eagles News Network. There. How comes when Elliot says these things about the Cowboys, they're a good team. They got a good quarterback. You guys go, yeah. They do, but when I say it, I'm an idiot, I'm a dope, I don't know what I'm talking because about. Because your name's Cowboy Jim. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, I guess so. That's listen, fine. It's all right, Jim. Listen, People say are. that to me when I say other things. <laughs> yeah, so but, yeah, but, but, yeah but hang on a second, Cowboy Jim. What, what I won't agree with is that Dak, Dak Prescott's a, a winning quarterback in the playoffs because he's got to do it. All right, like he can win regular season games. He can throw for a lot of yards. Yeah, but who would you rather face in the playoffs, Dak or Brock Purdy? Uh, I would rather face Brock Purdy in the playoffs for sure. No, but listen. But the but the but hang on a second. The other problem is is you have Mike McCarthy. I mean, you also have Dak Prescott on the Dallas Cowboys, right? As opposed to right. having the Niners defense and everything. But go ahead, Cowboy hey, Jim. Like like Elliot says, as long as you make the playoffs, you have a chance. Okay. Well, and the Cowboys defense might be better than the Niners defense for what Thank it's worth. So the, the, the Cowboys have just as All good right. of a pass rush. I think they have better corners. So. This Niners defense is overrated as well, in my opinion. So Every you, good you offense and, they played got shut down. They you should. you and Jack are picking the Cowboys to win the division this year. No, I'm not. I haven't made my pick yet. Okay. Well, Jack all has. Right, I got to see how the they Cowboys. do in training camp. Go ahead, Cowboys. Okay. All right, Elliot. You know, I love what you talk about the Cowboys. It's when that. you talk about. It's when you talk about the Sixers. Then I lose confidence. Mm. Okay. Okay. I lose confidence in when you when you talk about the Cowboys. So, just you know, as well, a Cowboys what do you disagree fan, with? I just can't listen to you. When you say that the Sixers could have won the championship, I just, I'm like, yeah, oh, they I were the favorites. Like, if they got nine more wins, thank you, Jimmy. Yeah, they were right. close. They were so close. When they won game five against the nine Celtics, they were the betting favorite by a heavy margin to win the title. 538 had them with a 35% chance to win the sure. title. No other team was over 15%. And sure. then James Harden and Joel Embiid choked. Yeah, like they, they did. The it was unfortunate. It was unfortunate. Yeah. Also, at one point, the Suns were the heavy betting favorite to win the title yeah, before so they got eliminated. Would, would so, any of us agree the Celtics aren't legit contenders next year? No, but but my point is that over the course of the playoffs, you have teams that are the favorites to win it, and then when they lose, they're no longer the heavy favorites to win it. The Phoenix Suns were the heavy favorites coming into the playoffs, and then in the first round, then that changed when they lost. But the difference is, I bet there's nobody in Phoenix saying, blow it up, these guys are losers, they'll never do it. That's the difference. Well they, well, they only had Kevin Durant for one playoff run. Like, they've only had different. Harden for two, and, and really only one if you consider he was hurt for the first but, one. And I get Kevin Durant was on one of the greatest teams of all time, but he has done it. Like, James Harden is a noted guy who's never done this before. Agreed, because he faced the Warriors a bunch of years. Right. Exactly. Let's go to— Am uh, I wrong? Well, no, I mean— <laughs> like, I mean are the Warriors not the best been, team of all time besides right, maybe the— It wasn't just them, though. The, the, difference like, is that, the difference is that you're not— I mean, James Harden and Kevin Durant is James Harden and Kevin Durant, right? Like, you're not going to blow it up because you acquired James, you acquired Kevin Durant during, like at the trade deadline, and now you're going to blow it up because you lost. It's a little bit different with James Harden. You've had a full season of him. You traded right, him I last agree. year. You have a full season of him. But I just wish you could acknowledge that the Sixers are title contenders. Wait, 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 all right, so give me your definition of a title contender. They're amongst, I don't know, the top six or seven or whatever teams that have a chance to win the title next year. Um, okay. 
All right, there we go. By, your, as, by so your it took, definition. It took a few weeks, but we have by, by your yeah. definition. As currently, by any definition. No, I will flat out say as currently constituted, I don't think there's any chance Sixers win the title next year. Well, you're just flat out wrong. Okay. Because they've had a chance to win the title every year of the past, what, four years, five years? Well, so is every team in the in the NBA. I no, no, not every team. Because not every team makes the playoffs. Not every team wins in the first but round. But at the beginning of the season, they have an opportunity to make the playoffs. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly. So there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. I mean, that, they're not that, title contenders. But if James Harden and Joel Embiid are your two top players, there's an intangible thing that is missing from the team. Like, you and don't believe that exists. I believe it exists. You could have said that same thing about Jokic and Jamal Murray last year. Yep. You're right. And what are they now? They're winners. I think Jokic is better than Embiid. You I, think he's, you, you I, think, I that, think he's a better did, player. Did you think that last year? Yeah, I did. Did you think Jokic was a winner last year? Did I think he was a winner? I did. I, I mean, he, was he hadn't won in the playoffs yet. I thought okay. there was potential and so Embiid hasn't won in the playoffs yet. I thought and it, I think Embiid can be a winner. I don't think Harden can. That I think, and I think that's the fairest point of all, Tom, and that's where I agree with you because this is, I, I I'm hoping Embiid can kind of change this loser loserish thing that looks like maybe is well, following. You want to trade him? So I don't. Know I do I not. You're, that is incorrect. <laughs> I do not want to trade him. Not right now. Will of God joins us. Will of God, how are you? Hey, how y'all feeling, man? What are you doing, man? Oh man! First of all, I gotta give a shout out to my daughter. Happy belated birthday! What's up, uh, man? Zuckertowdy, and I got a new Jalen Hurts song for you. I'm gonna give to you. But yeah. the thing I'm listening to is sad because people don't understand. The Eagles have transformed into something that nobody's gonna be able to understand or think about. Mm. They're gonna have a defense that's gonna destroy whoever comes. The offensive line will be so tight because they're going to be out there so much, but they're going to be in sync. And now this year, it looks like we gotta, we're got we going to have everybody just coming at us. And from listening to what y'all saying right now, mm. because the 49ers feel depressed about what happened, what it could have, it should have, but it didn't happen because it's not. just is the way it is. Mm. Then you got to think about the Philadelphia fans who really, really don't care. We're right at your neck. Anytime you go to a Philadelphia stadium, damn right, you hear them saying "aho, aho," and that's unbelievable, beautiful. So did you, you did you harass? Did you harass the morning show? And thank you, Will of God. Was he the one harassing the morning show in San Francisco and yelling at him? It wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. I don't know what Will of God was. I mean, was the, getting at there. next year when the Niners come into Philadelphia, I would bet that they will have never played in a stadium as crazy as that one. They if play it, in San Francisco, which isn't even really a, like a home field advantage. It's like an hour outside yeah. the city. But look at the division they play in. L.A., fake home fans. Right. Arizona, fake home fans. Seattle, like no one cares about them anymore. They don't play in environments like this. It's setting up. If both teams are good, it's setting up to be one yeah. of the biggest games of the of The, the Niners NFL have to season. hold up their end of the bargain. Yeah, they do. Yeah. 
They do. And and for all the talk about San Francisco being the second best team in the conference and everything else, like, all right, are, are, like, is Brock Purdy really coming back and being as effective and is the offense as good with Brock Purdy as they were last year? Right? You bring in Sam Darnold. All right, maybe that's a that's a hedge against an, the injury thing with Purdy, but like. If Sam Darnold is an option at quarterback for them. I've seen him play for a couple organizations. Now he can't play. Yeah. So Kyle Shanahan can think he's an offensive genius and he can turn him into this great player. If Sam Darnold's on the field at all next year, they lose. Or Trey Lance. He stinks. Or Trey Lance. I, 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 I forgot about Trey Lance. If I he's were them, there. I would just play Trey Lance at this point. I agree. But they're not going to do that. So. I think they're worried about killing his value even more if they do play. Well, I, mean, I don't know. Any value now. Well, maybe not a lot. Um, let's get Toxic Joe in here. Toxic Joe from Levittown. Go ahead, TJ. How are you? Hey, how you guys doing? Why What's up, you up guys, Toxic Joe? Why do you guys even argue with this idiot, Elliot? I, mm. I swear, a hot taker full of hot air. He, he don't know what the hell he's doing. <laughs> I'm surprised but no one's thought of that before. That's good. Yeah, but in any case, what do you? Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. So, what's your on, problem on, specifically? No, no, no. Hold on, hold on. Let me let me state my point, and then you can refute it like you always do. Okay. But in any case. Why do you keep repeating yourself about Harden? We've already seen what Harden can do. We already know what Harden is. Harden is a loser. He's a he's a, a career loser mm. at that. And I honestly do not think you truly believe what you say about Harden being a, a well making the Sixers a championship. He type do, he team. does believe it. Well, but Toxic Joe, let me ask you something. The Sixers last year. James Harden, game one, game four, and game five. He was unbelievable. He was terrible in game six and seven. But I think that they are good. They were good enough last year where they would have a chance next year. If you told me you could trade James Harden for a better player that's a winner, yeah, I would do that. But they don't have that option because there's not many players that are better than James Harden out there that they can trade him for. So my point is, as currently constructed, this is the best chance they have. Like, I don't see how you would disagree with that when we saw them – Went, you know, almost get out of the second round last year, and Harden single-handedly won them two games. Yeah, but okay, so he single-handedly won them two games. So big, I mean, well, but big whoop. Those games really matter. Those games really yeah, matter. Isn't that what he's supposed to do, regardless? I mean, where's where were the other games? What was he doing on the? He other was games? bad in the other games. I agree with you on that. Okay, and, and I mean, he's listen, Elliot. Can we agree that this guy can't even drink, uh, drive a lane anymore without losing the ball constantly? I agree with can you. We... He's not as good going to the lane as he used to be. I agree with you on that. Okay. Well, what I'm trying to say is, is I think any option, as long as they're a, you know, at least a top tier type player, would be better than Harden. Well, but you're and saying have them, you're saying at least a top tier type player. That's not easy to you acquire. You can't get him. Yeah, I think that's like like Elliot. You're right. This. If you're trying to win a championship this year, James Harden is your best option. The the part of the problem is you don't have any other options. You can trade him for Norman Powell and another bench player, right? But is that as good as as James Harden? I'll tell you, Daryl Morey, Morey doesn't think so. That's why he's not trading him. And, I think that's and, correct. Yeah, I mean, because it's one more year. It's one more year. I know that he doesn't have to be here past next year, and he's probably not going to be. And I mean, and, there's there's not I'm, many teams that can say next year it's almost a guarantee. The Sixers will be playing in either like games five or six of the second round, and we'll see what happens. But 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 the problem is, I mean, James Harden in the past when he's been unhappy, he's come in and he hasn't. I'll be kind and say he hasn't given a full effort. Yeah, but that, I don't. I think this situation is so different. He wanted to leave Houston and he wanted to leave Brooklyn. He doesn't want to leave Philadelphia. He I don't just think wants he's. To get paid. I don't think he's showing up in the fat suit. No, I think he's showing I, up ready I to go. I think he's showing up. Like, I do. I think that he spent all off season like. 
uh, with this the championship trophy in his mind as he's lifting weights and working out, not going out. No, I don't think he's doing that at all. But I think he's going to show up to training camp like he has in other years. Yeah, and he's going to try to do his best to win games. Now, see here. Here's what. Here's my problem with Harden. I think when the going gets tough. He folds and thinks about now, this. Now, that could be a problem. Yeah. If they if they start 2-10, and 10, which I don't think they will, but let's just say they did, then that's a problem. I'm just happy today me and you were finally able to agree they're title contenders and you think Harden's going to be According to your definition. Just, it took, what, two months of this? I'm happy we finally <laughs> Two, three weeks into the season, he's going to be unhappy and the trade request is going to come back. I don't think so. They'll probably be like 14-2. All right, so coming up, Elliot, thank you, man. This is fun. Appreciate it. Talk to you. Actually, no, you're in with me later this week. I'll see you Thursday and Friday. There you go.